0: Today on Arts Extra, where we add in the extended interviews, special presentations, and other artsy stuff that didn't fit into our regularly scheduled programming. Today, it's Closer. Shift Theatre is presenting Closer, which is uh, directed by former arts director Adam Yannick. And Closer is originally by Patrick Marber. You probably know a little bit about it from the uh, movie of the same name. And we have uh, Adam Janusz, as well as uh, the very talented Lara Rova and Christian Sloan, who play, respectively, Alice and Larry. And Before we start, I thought I would give you a little bit of a preview, a scene from Closer, which will be playing from November 8th to November 17th at The Cult, which is a beautiful venue if you've never been there before. And uh, this is Alice and Larry at Alice's place of work, which is a strip club.
1: Okay, so this scene is from the middle part of Closer. It's Larry, one of our main characters, who's hit absolute rock bottom, runs into Alice by accident in a strip club where is taking off her clothes for money. Uh, they explore their rich history while he tries to get something from her. Been here already tonight? Yes. With who?
2: A couple, a man and a woman. What did you do? I stripped, I danced, I bent over.
1: You gave this couple a thrill? I think so. What did you talk about?
2: This and that.
1: Do you tell the truth?
2: Yes and no
1: Are you telling me the truth? Yes And no
2: I'm telling you the truth Why? Because it's what you want
1: Yes, it's what I want Nice wig Thank you Does it turn you on?
2: Sometimes Liar!
1: You're telling me it turns you on because you think that's what I want to hear You think I'm turned on by it turning you on
2: The thought of me creaming myself when I strip for strangers doesn't turn you on?
1: Put like that Yes. Are you flirting with me? Maybe. Are you allowed to flirt with me? Sure. Really?
2: No, I'm not. I'm breaking all the rules. You're mocking me. Yes, I'm allowed to
1: flirt. To prize my money from me.
2: To prize your money from you, I can say or do as I please.
1: Except touch.
2: We are not allowed to touch.
1: Is that a good rule, do you think?
2: Sometimes.
1: Open your legs. Wider. What would happen if I touched you now?
2: I would call security.
1: And what would they do?
2: They would ask you to leave and ask you to not come back.
1: And if I refused to leave?
2: They would remove you. This is a two-way mirror. There are cameras in the ceiling.
1: I think it's best if I don't attempt to touch you. I'd like to touch you. Later.
2: I'm not a whore.
1: I wouldn't pay.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's very steamy and serious and as we'll discuss in the interview a dryly funny version of Closer and if you don't know this is actually a play that has been done many times uh, theater students love it people have adapted it many ways and of course it's been a film as well and we'll discuss all of that um, in the interview so please enjoy uh, my conversation and uh, when We return at the end of the evening. I'll give you uh, a few more details about where you can find tickets. So please enjoy this week's Arts Extra. So we have uh, the actors in the roles of Alice and Larry. And I... Uh, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to our audience and give us, you know, the elevator pitch as we were discussing of, of who you are in the in the Vancouver acting scene.
1: Hi, my name is Christian Sloan, and I am playing the character of Larry. I'm very excited to be playing this part in Closer. Closer has been very close to my heart for the last, I'd say, 12 years. I was introduced to it in a class probably back in about 99 And ever since, I've fallen in love with this play. I'm very excited to finally be the age to play Larry. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the same trying to play Larry at 25 as it is at 38. Um, I've been around the Vancouver scene for a good decade. I've done a lot of film and TV, and uh, I've... I studied with Larry Moss a couple years ago and he recommended that I spend a little more time in theatre since then I've been doing a lot of that and, and Closer is like so far the pinnacle of what I have get to now do I've fallen in love with this script and as we've been working it the last couple of months we've been tearing it apart and the deeper you get and the more into it you get the more levels you see and uh, the script has a lot of levels that are hidden under the surface I think there was a review that said uh, where it succeeds is what's not said and I truly mm-hmm. believe that's uh, honest and very true for Closer.
2: Hi, my name's Lara Rova, and uh, I'm excited to be working on Closer with this wonderful cast and the director, and having Shift Theatre as a new, to Vancouver, um, theatre company, up-and-coming theatre company is great, and uh, it's it's an intense play, and uh, I love it. I love the words, I love the writing, I love the material, and at the same time it absolutely terrifies me um, but uh, I've known Christian for quite a few years we've studied together the same acting coach in Vancouver and uh, come from a theater background with a newer focus on film and TV in Vancouver
0: so tell us about closer now I actually got to have a sneak peek uh, earlier in the year we saw a uh, Shift put on Closer Variations, mm-hmm. and that was several of the scenes um, in various approaches. Various to mashups, the yeah, Yeah. Yeah, and, um, and you've actually, you took a lot of feedback. I know you were very invested in the feedback that you got mm. from those, and can you tell us a little bit about some of the feedback that you incorporated and some of the choices you've made since the variations uh, were put on?
3: Sure. So, the Closer Variations was... Uh, a workshop uh, version of the script, so we took the original script, but we didn 't do the play. We took certain sections, certain scenes, in some cases, a theme that 's relevant to the show, and then spun that aspect uh, into its own uh, scene so it was a, it was a compilation of very different um, scenes, but all focused on closer and, and a big part of that experience was the the audience because it was meant to be a sort of laboratory experiment and the audience was the test subjects and so it was very important to get feedback you know after the show there was a lot of mingling we did two two nights and at each night we invited people to stay behind and tell us what they thought. Initially, the goal was to explore the play out of the box, and then take some of those explorations and put them in the production. Um, when all is said and done, you know, a lot of things change and evolve during a production, and one of those things that's changed is, is I, I found as a director sort of less need to do out of the box things, like you know, in in the variations we took. Uh, a scene between the two women of the play where they have a, a verbal spat and we turned it into a stage fight where they literally fought on stage and kicked and punched and rolled around the room. And, and initially it was the thought of like, well, maybe we'll do something like that in the production. And as time has gone on, we've really... Um, we really have a lot of faith in the material and a lot of trust in the words themselves because they're so impactful. So, so it's actually been interesting to just delve into the, into the script and we've been finding that it's extremely innovative and interesting on its own and it doesn't really need any supplement by doing something kooky, you know? <laughs> So it's back to basics. In a way, in a way. But it was definitely helpful to to see it in... It it was helpful for rehearsal because Mm -hmm. in rehearsals we're able to uh, have a looseness and and have more fun with the material because we did uh, the closer variations.
0: When I saw the variations, and I had not seen the movie, which is an issue that we'll get to in a minute. But I hadn't seen the movie. So I was coming in cold with just kind of an idea of the plot synopsis i would seen like in commercials on television. And one of the things I noticed was the treatment of the character Alice. And uh, one of the things you told me lately was that Alice has a bit more of a central role in terms of being the heart of the play. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about the choices you made there because that's something that's really interesting to me. And we have Alice here to comment, so
3: We do. Alice is a super interesting character because she on the one hand is a stripper and so in terms of, you know, socioeconomic <laughs> status and in terms of uh, you know, gender politics, uh, is not on the surface somebody with a lot of power in society but the way she is written she is often the truth teller of, of the script, perhaps more so than the others in terms of just saying it how it is and being the most uh, honest and sort of gutsy in that respect, of just telling it how it is um, in a way that cuts through um, a lot of the BS that maybe the other characters are, are putting forward. And so it was important for me as a director to not lose sight of that and say, well, you know, she's a stripper, and and, and to, to lose sight of the richness and what that character brings to, to the overall story. Um, so yeah, we did... We have talked about that, um, about her being more central, perhaps. But again, as the play has evolved, what's been cool for me as a director is to discover every one of the four characters' uniqueness. Each character is uh, vital to the story, and each character has their own uh, sort of contribution to make in terms of like the themes and just sort of pushing the story forward. So, so it's been really cool for me to actually rediscover the other three after starting with with Alice and being like, no, she's central. She's she's so important. And now I feel like they're all they're all my children. Let's put it that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, there is there's often in film and in culture in general, you know, the the hooker with the heart of gold gets used as a foil for the other characters, and, right. and you know maybe. Um, they're in a precarious position but at the same time sometimes have less to lose because they're already down and out. Can you uh, tell me a little bit about what uh, playing Alice has been and what you've learned about the character as you've moved through?
2: Definitely. I'd say for me, Alice, like Adam said, represents the truth. Um, I think that's what she lives by. Although she creates stories and is quite a storyteller throughout the Mm. play, she may not divulge the whole truth but she's always... Giving a truth, and uh, I think sticks to that more so than some of the other characters, or at least realizes that about herself. Even though she's created her own identity, and her backstory, her history isn't isn't as clear as some of the other characters. Um, but I've really enjoyed kind of delving into that role, especially in terms of. Uh, Shift Theatre has kind of credited her as being a waitress because they described all the different characters' occupations, and that's one aspect of her. The other aspect is that she has been a stripper at times, and there is a particular scene in this play where that comes up. And for me, the biggest challenge, I think, is learning how to move as a dancer um, versus your interpretation of being sexy. And I think the biggest thing that's true to Alice and true to me and what I've discovered is... um, Sexiness comes from, comes from the inside, and, um, and someone's version of sexy is different from another person's. And um, the idea of Alice being a bit of uh, an underdog and written off, um, I think that her journey from the beginning of, to, the, to the end of the play, um, that's been especially challenging. I think she really fights for what she believes in and lays it all out. Her heart on her sleeve, kind of thing. Strip away with a heart of gold, but I think it's just more, um, more of a personal thing that anyone can relate to.
0: It seems like in order to create your own backstory and to recreate yourself, you kind maybe she had to know a little bit more about who she was in the first place. Maybe she's like a little more self aware than the other characters. Yeah, exactly. She's exactly. a self made woman. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, and I can relate to that. One thing that's interesting is that Alice um, is a very clear choice maker. You know, so it's easier to write somebody who's a stripper, or you know, it's easy to think that they're a victim of their circumstance or something like that. But it's very clear, and there are certain lines in the script that communicate that that Alice makes very concrete, mature choices about what she wants and how she's going to get it, mm-hmm. and that's and that's fascinating.
0: She's no Hamlet.
3: No. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So Christian coming to Larry after looking forward to playing that character. Mm-hmm. And and what are some of the things that have conformed to your expectations and what are some of the things that you had to discard in order to play the character uh as is being directed in in this version? Well,
1: some of the discoveries, I think um initially, if you look at what's on paper and perhaps if you've seen the movie, uh you'll notice that uh, Clive Owen really approaches it from a manly man perspective. And uh, while I can honor that and, I mean, uh, you know, can't hold a candle to what he brings to the table, I definitely think that uh, my version of Larry uh, has a little bit more of an everyman quality. I think you see more vulnerability. I think you see that he is a man who's undergone trauma. He has experiences that have shaped him young, like many of the characters in this play. Um, and interesting, the more of the truth-tellers in this play... Um, you'll sort of see a a very strong dynamic. There's a couple people uh, who really are very upfront and honest, and there's a couple people who live in a very romantic world. And I feel like Larry is a much more grounded, realistic man who deals with truth and choices in a very different way. And the way I've sort of approached Larry is to be as honest as I can and to pour my heart out, to put as much of myself as I can in this character, because that's sort of who I see at the end of the day. I can draw um, many, many parallels to the way he's grown up and the way I approach life. And I think that honesty plays out, and I honestly think it also brings a little more light. I will Mm -hmm. say for uh, our production of Closer, if you watch the movie, it definitely has a kind of a dour, sour feel. (laughs) The the, the play, the, the, the movie sort of takes a very, you know, dark view of humanity, and while... I think that there is lots of darkness in love. I think there's also a lot of light. And I think one of the best things that we've discovered as we've pulled this play apart and put it back together Mm -hmm. is that nice, beautiful mix of dark and light. There's a lot of laughs in this play, and I think they were maybe glossed over or missed. And I think that when you come to the play, you'll, you'll, you'll find yourself laughing along, crying with these characters, but also laughing at these situations. In or out of love, you will... Recognize a lot of these
0: situations
1: <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about.
0: So, Christian, you brought up a really good point uh, <laughs> that I kind of alluded to earlier, uh, which means that I totally had a plan this whole time, Adam. Um, that you know you're com- you're comparing your performance to the Clive Owen performance and this the the movie Closer with uh, Natalie Portman, Clive Owen, Julia Jude Law, Roberts. Jude Law, and Julia Roberts, <laughs> and uh, that's probably what people are going to come in with most likely um, in terms of a reference point. So. I'm interested in not just the choices that you made that might set you apart, but also the process by which y- working within that world where the play's been done quite a number of times and it's got this mass audience through this movie.
3: Yeah, for me it was important to not pretend like the film didn't exist, you know, um, I think it would have been a mistake to, s- to say, look this production is unique, it's like a snowflake <laughs> it's important to embrace the fact that um, pop culture is definitely a lot more about film than it is about theatre and simply has a wider reach and a bigger audience, so a lot of people will have have seen the film, and they're, if you tell them, "Oh, I'm doing closer," they're going to say, "Oh, yeah, that movie with with uh, Jude Law and Natalie Portman and all those others." Um, so, so it was rather than taking the approach of like filtering it all out I definitely wanted to see the movie talk about the movie and say and make concrete choices about how are we going to be different and maybe in some ways how are we going to be the same and you know we were talking about um, Christian was was talking about not being so dour and so down and that was a big part of it I feel like the film was very nihilistic and very Mm -hmm. um, pessimistic about relationships and it was important for us you know if we have uh, people in the theater for two hours, we don 't want to barrage them with an interpretation of of love and relationships that ends up making them feel really not not just depressed but also kind of hating the characters. It was very important for us to show these characters um, their hearts, to not just show them being uh, smooth operators and, and conniving people who want to sleep around, but to show also them as vulnerable, uh, feeling people who are hurt, who want love, the way that anybody in the audience you know, will understand, and to show that aspect. And yeah, in, in some moments, um, there are laughs because love can be funny. And it puts us, when you put your heart out on the line, you sometimes do silly and foolish things. And so mm-hmm. we really wanted to not like gloss over those moments, but to be like, oh, let's We're recognize really honest these. honest about those mm-hmm. moments. Yeah, and be honest. Honor those moments. Exactly, to honor the lighter moments and the sort of um, love-fool moments and, and, and not just the dark stuff.
1: The screenplay The screenplay for the film was written by uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Marber. But I do find that the uh, the play plays very differently. There's a very different... Uh, End for Alice, there's a very different um, beats uh, for um, many of the characters uh, it coalesces in a a different way than the film did and uh, I think by honouring that and by showing a a different story, like honouring what's in the script rather than trying to honour what came before or trying to disregard what came before, but really getting down to the, the, the five, six people involved in this show uh, what are our artistic visions? What can we bring to this? What are, is, is our truth? And I mean, I, that's if I were going to say one thing about this play, this play is obsessed with the truth, yeah. and everyone's versions of it. We have four different people on stage, all with their own different versions of the truth. You know, and I think that's so honest in relationships. You know, if you you're, you're looking at your wife, or you're looking at your husband, or you're looking at your girlfriend or boyfriend. You all have different versions of your relationship. And uh, you'd be foolish not to think so. You
2: know? And on uh, also in terms of the accents, that uh, the play takes place in London, uh, the movie took place in London. They had a mix in the movie of Americans and Londoners. So our version, we're not doing accents for this, but the words are written with they're written by a british pr- playwright. So of course there's going to be britishisms. Um that's where it, the location is, but I think that canadian audiences won't have a hard time um deciphering the difference. I mean so many people and the words in this the movie, the screenplay are pretty much the same as they are in uh the play itself. So uh, people there's so many iconic lines in this play that people know um and,
3: uh, yeah, it was important for us to yeah. respect the, the script because a lot of um, you know acting students use the script. A lot of you know film lovers, theater lovers know the script of the dialogue. So we went back and forth about, you know, should we adapt this to a Canadian audience and should we change this British word for a more Canadian slang word? And at the end of the day, it was like, no, we, we, let's just trust our audience to, to understand and also to give a, a certain flavor of, of the city and the culture that it takes place in, but not going so far as to attempt bad English accents because, let's face it, we've heard too many of them in Vancouver Theatre. <laughs> well, to be fair, more.
0: you'd be attempting good ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> mine would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs>
3: and
0: did you have a, a similar uh, experience um, in terms of putting together your character in light of these other representations? <laughs> my,
2: I am Alice. No, um, my backstory is her story. Um, no, there's a lot of moments at, throughout the play, a lot of uh, circumstances and Um, situations that are very familiar to me uh, that I can very easily segue into. So I think on that note, it's been a challenge to go back and revisit certain parts of my life and experiences that I have had. But it's also been a joy to be able to bring some of my darker moments in my past sort of, and be able to tap into them and explore them in a different way. And hopefully audiences will feel that humanity that Alice brings to... The play. And yeah, and some fun, fun moments too. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Adam, is there anything else you want to add about uh, the production itself and what people um, can expect uh, in terms of what they may expect and what they'll be surprised about?
3: I definitely feel very confident. As we're approaching... This is our, our last week of rehearsal. And, you know, I, I have lots of time when I sit in rehearsal to... I have a lot of time to think because <laughs> the actors, of course, are, you know, in their worlds and they're, they're sweating through all the scenes. But I'm the one thinking about how will the show be perceived? And, and are we hitting, you know, the target of of, you know, the vision that we want to portray, especially because of the film and because it's well-known? Are we... is our version unique and interesting and I and you know in my biased obviously biased opinion I really am feeling like because of the commitment of these four actors and their Bravery to to dig into their own personal lives to find the the like resonance you know the emotional resonance resonance of of what the characters go through and because of their willingness to just lay their their guts out on the stage I already feel like whatever you know the reviews are or whatever the the audience opinions are if nothing else can be said it will be said that that it was a gutsy show that it was. Um, that it was bold and brave and the choices whether they succeeded or not were um were daring and and worthy of of you know examination and and um so so i'm feeling good about that aspect and i and i really think people, whether they like the choices that we made, because as I said a lot of people have worked with it in class, so they're gonna a lot of, you know, actors from the world might uh, have their own personal opinions about how they want a certain line delivered or a certain theme explored. Whether they agree with that or not, I think they'll, they'll appreciate the, um, the vision we put forward, the hypothesis that we put forward.
0: Having chosen the play based on the fact that you love the play and it's a classic and it's something you really wanted to work with, um how How is that carried through all the way, because of course now you're thinking about all these in uh, things in terms of reception, not just what you wanted to work with, but how it's going to be perceived in the the context. Um, any any qualms
3: or like regrets? <laughs> <laughs> any regrets? <laughs> um, honestly, they're right there. You know, yeah. all these actors. I can't speak. No, I'm I'm happy to say that I've just been. You know, I, I mentioned off the top. This is my first full length production as a director, and it's been just such a, a beautiful experience to work with. You know, a, these cast of four and um, the designers that we have, the the sound designer and the, um, and the projectionist. The projection designer. It's been so amazing to, to work in like a collaborative setting and and, a, and to get to a place where we're we're all sharing artistically, and it's been so rewarding because whatever vision I had when I started, whatever you know demands I had about it must be a certain way. It's been so wonderful to see and hear different points of view and to incorporate those and to challenge my own beliefs and my own uh, what I thought was right, quote unquote. And um and the mix that we now have and the level of trust that, that we've built. Um, is is phenomenal and i think it'll it'll communicate like i think people who see the show will be able to feel like this is a cohesive group these guys trust each other and and, and work together in a way that's um, you know that's cohesive and, and if nothing else like pleasing to watch as an audience member
0: okay guys thank you so much for coming in thank you thank you Thanks for having, having us and thank you for listening to arts extra that was our conversation between uh, adam lorna and laura and christian about closer which is playing at the cult november 8th through 17th at 8 p.m in the culture lab and it is a very stylized play as you heard at the beginning it is stylized it is intense Sexy, and it is something that I think will um, make you think about not just the nature of these relationships, but it's a it's a really interesting play in and of itself, just the the actual form of it. So I think it'll be something that uh, people will love or hate, perhaps. But um, not having seen the movie, that's how I'm going to continue to see it. I'm not going to watch it beforehand. Maybe I'll watch it after, and we'll give you we'll give you a review, and I'll send some arts reporters. Uh, uh, who aren't friends with the director so we can get some honest opinions and you know i, I thought that just on the way out i would play you a little outtake from our conversation and then we will end thank you for listening to arts extra after the arts report on citr 101.9 fm and citr.ca please enjoy your happy halloween and be safe out there